Welcome to Friendo Podcast, hosted by me, Amanda Muse. As a YouTuber, I've shared my life online for the last eight years, and now I'm excited to learn about you. Friendo celebrates people and their stories, from interesting jobs to unique passions and curious life skills that the world should hear about. Community is everything. Let's do this. One really neat thing about having a job like I do, being a content creator, is that over the years, I've had a chance to connect with some pretty amazing people, specifically women and also mothers, because I started my gig as a brand new mom with a six-month-old baby living in Malaysia, documenting my journey through motherhood and all of those early moments, and it really put me in touch with lots of people like you guys listening who are in a similar journey, but also other creators. And YouTube at that time was so very different. It wasn't really a business like it is now. People didn't come into YouTube to be a business. We literally were there just sharing, sharing our lives, seeking friendship, seeking connection. And over the course of my time, I basically got in touch with a pretty awesome woman named Emily Norris. So if you've heard this bit, well, we'll just, you know, just just go with it. Roll with me for a second here. But basically, Emily had started commenting on my videos many, many years ago while I was still in Malaysia. And we started to connect because we had a few things in common. The first is that we had children around similar ages. So her oldest is just a little bit older than Esme. And then we discovered that she was also born in Canada. So now she lives in the UK, but she was born in Canada. So we had that next connection. And then we just kind of really liked each other. So it worked out really well. And I have wonderful memories of one in particular is a few years ago, I was living in my older house. And I remember we found a time to chat and we did a FaceTime and it wasn't like a live Instagram or anything, just like two women connecting who enjoy each other's company. And it was so nice. And so we've just kept in touch over the years. And if I'm not mistaken, last year, she was actually supposed to be taking a trip to Canada because she has family that live where I live. And I'm talking like in the same province. And so we were actually planning to meet up and I was so excited to finally meet her because I would say like most of the people that I know online live in other places um, and it's it's just not that easy to connect and then you add in a pandemic and well, here we are. So whenever I get a chance to chat with Emily, it's just lovely. I feel I feel like I know her because we've known each other for so long and I would imagine that the feeling is mutual and it's just really nice to connect in a way that shares perhaps more than our online persona. And one thing that I know to be true about Emily is that Emily that you see on the videos is pretty much the same exact Emily you see not in the videos, like in real life. She is such an authentic person. She truly is this little ray of sunshine with mom hacks and positivity and optimism. And I feel very blessed to know her. She's she's truly just a wonderful woman. And so if you don't know Emily, by the way, 
I'm acting like everybody does, but there's a chance that Emily has not entered your sphere. But Emily Norris is a mommy vlogger, and she has a YouTube channel that's all about helpful, positive motherhood content. She is completely aware, having three children, three little boys, you know, that there's a lot about motherhood. There's a lot of discussion about motherhood being hard and that, you know, a lot of women have fears and anxieties during pregnancy and beyond. And so with her channel, she hopes to help ease some of that stress with her natural optimism and her love of a good hack to help make, you know, motherhood a little easier. And so each week, People let Emily into their homes and into their lives through her YouTube channel and her Instagram and, you know, various other projects she's working on. And she truly is a ray of sunshine. And I always laugh whenever (laughs) Emily gives me a little shout out or people pop over to my channel from having seen her or content we've done together because we've collaborated now a few times over the years. And people are like, wow, you guys are really different. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't mean you can't have a little place for Emily and a little place for Amanda. And certainly we have a place for each other because if all of your friends were the same, that would just be weird. Am I right? So without further ado, enough of me talking here. I would love to introduce you to Emily Norris and I hope you enjoy the conversation we shared. Welcome to the podcast, Emily. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to speak to someone other than my family. (laughs) Right? I think like ulterior motives is like, it's nice just to have grown up conversation without really leaving the house. So yes. (laughs) So speaking of that, you know, here we are. Mm. Most people I would say that are listening to my podcast are familiar with what you do online and the work that you share. So, you know, I think as a YouTuber, as a content creator, like you're pretty accustomed to being home and doing your own thing. But what has Mm. it been like having everybody home? Like, what's that like for you right now? Yeah, it's just such a huge juggle, isn't it? And like you say, obviously I'm I'm used to working from home. And at the beginning of the pandemic, I thought, what content am I going to make? You know, we're not doing anything exciting. And then I realized I actually do normally make content about cleaning and uh, what we're eating. And like, so I was like, it doesn't actually have to change. Um, But there's just been a huge amount of pressure because obviously everyone's around all of the time and then throwing in homeschooling and actually in our line of work I felt like I was busier than ever (laughs) but then everyone was at home you know so it was like really difficult to kind of do it all um so yeah I think the first lockdown I actually quite enjoyed because it was like this new I felt like I've got this time with the kids that I would never have and uh, Matt at home and I really enjoyed the first lockdown, but then the there was a second one here in November and I was like a bit down about that. And then this this one here since Christmas has been even harder, hasn't it? So oh, yeah. um there is a bit of a light at the end of the tunnel for us now, but it has it has it's just been so up and down. I saw this thing the other day that said it's called the Corona Coaster. You're like up and down the whole time. I was like, yes, <laughs> absolutely. You're so right though about the latest one, and it's just I feel like mm. you know we've talked about this pandemic wall and like I'm like no, I'm not. It's not going to happen. Like you, I stay busy. I make content at home, but it's just dragging 
on and on. And it's Mm. like, so we finally just opened up a little bit. We went down to like level red in where I live in Ontario. Mm. And so, I mean, we walked around a mall the other day, Esme and I, and it was like, oh, wow. It felt, it was so nice. We got a bubble tea. It's like the simple things. Exactly. Exactly. So, okay. So where you're living, what's the state right now? Like is, Mm. are people kind of doing a stay at home thing? When are things opening back up? Yeah. So everything, it's funny because obviously my sister lives in Ontario where like near where you live and everything that happens where she is, it just happens here three weeks later, it feels. So she was like, oh, the kids are back at school. And I was like, great. And then it was announced that our kids will be going back to school. So I I feel like everything is like we're three weeks behind behind you guys um but yeah so that's the case at the moment the kids are going back to school soon but we're still going to be locked down till mid-April and then I think things are going to start opening up there is like a plan that's been published um but I think life will be more back to normal at the end of June I think yeah that's what they're saying so it does you know it does feel like there's something but it does yeah but even to the point, the other day I was writing the date down and I nearly wrote 2020. Like, I feel like the whole of 2020 hasn't happened in a weird way. It's mm-hmm. just like all that time is just gone for, you know, into nothing. So, yeah, it's been a very strange time. It really but, has. Yeah. It's it's like <laughs> the constant pacing of yourself. That's what I feel like. I'm like, don't look too far mm. ahead. Don't get too excited about things. <laughs> like, yes. you because know, wishing something to like, w- I wish spring would get here sooner. I wish all of these things. It's not exactly helping mm. my cause because it's forcing me to realize like, I'm not so much enjoying the present. And that's kind of yeah. like a weird spot to be in mentally, you know? Um, But I do find that like summertime and parenting or just Mm. warmer weather when the kids can really be outside. Oh yeah. Now I'm already getting jealous of your weather over there because I saw a photo of you on Instagram and I was like, wait, 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 she doesn't have sleeves on that shirt. I know. So what in the heck is the weather getting like nice already? Yeah, it's like the weirdest thing. The other week it was minus three and we had snow, which never happens here, really. So that was very exciting for us. And that helped with like something to do in lockdown, (laughs) play in the snow. And then the week after that, it was like 15 degrees. So it was like so much warmer. Um, So yeah, so I am really looking forward to the warmer weather because with the kids, they just want to be outside. And I feel like with us um, in lockdown, like the one thing we can do is go out for walks. And my boys, they do just need exercise every day. Like they need to have a good run like every day just for their mental state. So I think that will really help like the weather. And maybe that's why the first lockdown was easier because it was in spring and then we had summer and it was like quite nice. And then it just, it didn't end. It was like, we're back in lockdown. Um, So that's exactly it. Like it it almost felt like, especially with parents with younger children, it was like, well, not much has changed. You know, we're hanging out in the backyard. We're going for bike rides. Mm -hmm. You know, it it didn't feel, Mm -hmm. it was just like, okay, you can't see your friends and you can't see these people and, but we'll make, do but yeah when you're stuck in your four walls for weeks on end I mean it starts to get a little unbearable (laughs) 
So on that, I mean, you do have yeah. three boys. So mm. how old are your boys right now? Mm. So I can't actually believe that I've got a 10-year-old now. You do as well, don't you? Nearly. Yeah, you have a ten- she's like, Nearly. She's, she feels like she's 14, but she's only nine, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, mm. I'll go, no, that was it. She turned nine, didn't she? No, so Fraser is 10, and then I've got a seven-year-old and a four-year-old. Um, and it's funny, because I, I have worried a lot about the kids' mental state through all of this. But the two older boys, they seem to be like loving life. They've got snacks all the time and they've got each other and they're like, you know, playing all the time. But it's my youngest that actually is really missing like peers now, like playing with little ones. Um, So he's the one I'm actually most worried about, you know, and the one I want to get back to school the quickest, really, Um, because he's I feel like he's missing out on all that social interaction. Like, obviously, he's got his older brothers, but it's just not quite the same. (laughs) Um, and being the third, he's actually my worst at sharing because I think the the older boys just, if he goes, I want that, they're just like, yeah, just have it, you know, it's fine. So I feel like, oh, actually, I think he's he's missed like a quarter of his life, you know, a quarter of his life has been in lockdown, really. So, um, yeah, but I'm sure he'll be fine. He's the one I want to get back to school, really. It's funny that you mentioned that. I've been, you know, we think about different groups of people, right, who are losing things right now. So I have a younger sister who just got engaged. So exciting. And, you know, we're, she's planning her wedding. And it's so, it's just so fun to hear that excitement about like that next chapter, right? Um, But at least she's got till 2022. But there's so many people Mm. right now who are like, are, can we have a wedding? Like they're having to forego that, which then ultimately may or may not, but delay some certain life plans, right? Like having yes. families or whatever. And then I was thinking, oh my goodness, can you imagine like all of these little babies born right now, oh, like not going to play groups, not hanging out with their aunties and their uncles and their grandparents. And it's like, wow, you know, when you're in your chapter, yeah. you tend, I yeah. tend to focus on what's going on right now, you know, yeah. and, and But like you're saying, these little ones are not having this exposure and missing out on that rough and tumble four-year-old madness, you know, that they need to like run around and play and steal each other's snacks. Yeah, like Like, all that learning. Mm. And for new moms, I just think like being a brand new mom is isolating anyway. So you're isolated and now you're actually isolated. It must be so difficult for those new mums because I used to love to book like a thing in every day. Like even if it was just going to weigh my baby at like the health clinic, I was like, that's an outing and it's something to do. Or I'd go to like the baby group. You know, he didn't do anything. It was for me, those baby groups. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, weren't they? So all those mums, like I'm sure they're probably doing online baby groups, but it just won't be the same, will it? So no, yeah, no, very difficult. I remember mm. those days. It's the one activity. I always talk about that. Like you did the groceries or you went to the yeah. library and it was like yeah. you left the house. You could just pretend like it wasn't all messy and you had all this stuff to do. And um, yeah, you feel like you've like achieved something. <laughs> so on that topic, actually, like I'm curious. Mm. So your channel, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of women who watch men too, but would you say that there are a lot of moms and new moms who are mm. watching? Yeah, I think because... Uh, all of my old content of like the newborn stage and all the pregnancy updates that some people find me even now um and I feel like that a lot have been watching during lockdown and I've felt pressure to keep creating content um because some comments are like oh you're helping me get through or I really look forward to it so 
I've really had to like push myself to like put um, put stuff out there even sometimes if I don't really feel like I've got the space or you know feel like filming I think oh no I've got to like they're, if they're looking forward to it um but yeah I think I think like it's like 95% of my audience are are women and they're like between 25 and 40 or something so yeah. it kind of is that group um yeah so yeah it is a uh, new mums it must be really difficult because also like even just seeing grandparents you know seeing family uh but oh, in, yeah. in some ways, I think, oh, that actually would have been nice to, you know, when you have a baby and you have so many people come over, it almost might be nice to like stop that a little bit. But um, yeah, no, it must be uh, tricky. I can see your dog in the background. I know. Sorry. She keeps scratching at the door. I'm like, <laughs> so honey, cute. can you just like pick a room? Like she keeps in and out, in and out. <laughs> yeah. Like, wants to be near the kids with the breakfast snacks and oh my but goodness. also near you. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, pick a spot. But you're so right. I actually thought about that too, about, you you know, so obviously I had my kids where I was far from family. So I had that experience where it was just like two oh, yeah. people that came to see me, which was mm. nice because I was not like looking all glowy after the birth of my no. children. And so I was like, <laughs> oh, I don't know if I want those pictures on anyone else's phone, but my own, you know. Yeah. Um, but then it's like, you know, you think about how hard it's been. I'm seeing some of my friends who are also content creators having babies and it's like, Oof, you know, like the postpartum mm. land can be really hard. And like you, I've similarly felt that um, it's not pressure, but like we're creating content, which mm. sometimes I'm like, well, oh, that could have been better. Or is this even interesting? But there's people at home, like you said, who are looking forward to seeing your yeah. face, to seeing what you have to say. Like you're this friend that pops up on their screen a few times a yeah. week. And maybe mm. they kind of forget that they're going through this hard stuff or that they're not alone throughout it. And I think that's a yeah. huge thing, that connection. I right? think that's what people are craving. It's that interaction and that connection with someone. Um, so, yeah, I think more than ever, people have been online trying to get that or feel that. And actually, some of my really raw vlogs just talking probably rubbish um are the ones that are doing the best at the moment because you know people are just wanting to like feel like they're calling a friend or they're you know having that with someone um Absolutely. so you have really have really tried to keep up the content but it's so difficult at this time because everything obviously life's so busy at the moment like it's so busy anyway but now the kids are at home and you're homeschooling and you're working and you're trying to juggle everything so something has to give but you don't want it to be the kids and you don't want it to be work and you don't want it. To, so it's like, what's going to give? Um, oh, so yeah. yeah so. so what does give for you? What do you find is something that you're like, OK, these are the 10 things Emily needs to take care of. That one's going first. <laughs> I think in I think in the second lockdown, my fitness just went mm. out the window. I think so. I was like, well, I can't you know, the kids can't give work. I do have to still work. Um, so like my fitness, I just completely stopped sort of. I feel like the self-care side of things just went out the window. So then I am really trying to bring that back now, but it's so difficult to like carve out a bit of time. So I tried to multitask by like, um, like thinking about things or like researching while I'm walking on the treadmill or like catching up with my mum while I'm doing something else, you know, like try to <laughs> fit it all in. Um, multitasking. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 
I don't know what it is about this lockdown. Like I feel the same. I was doing so well in the summer. The sun was shining. I was lifting weights and putting them back down and doing all sorts of stuff. And then it was like that second lockdown. I'm like, I'm done. Like, yeah, I just, I know. I was like, that's it. (laughs) And I think with the first lockdown here anyway, um, it was like, you need to homeschool your kids, but you could pretty much do it when you want. And you didn't have, they didn't have to sit online the whole time. So as their parent, I could really pick my moments. I was like, I know that they're good at 9am for an hour and then we take a break. And then we, so I feel like that was all very manageable. But the second, uh, when they went back to school in September, and then we locked down and it was like, it was going to be full on online school from like nine till two. I actually struggle more with that. I don't know if you find that, but I feel like it's, it's difficult to motivate them and, you know, to get them to sit in one place. I mean, they're the young boys. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> they don't want it. <laughs> I'm having these negotiations with my six-year-old, like child, it is not time to be on your switch. Okay. Like yeah. that thing should be charging and you should yeah. be in class. But he's like, but I need a break. I'm like, no, you have a break in 20 minutes. And I'm like, don't play me. Cause he knows I'm all about self-care and mental health. So he's like, I'm going to find her weak spots. Yeah. Yeah. They're tag. so clever. Yeah. I think the first thing he learned was like BRB in the chat. And I was like, oh my back gosh. to class. <laughs> It's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> oh, and it's tricky. And it's like, so I find with um with the kids, like one of our biggest struggles at the moment. So I'm not super strict about a lot of stuff. I should probably be more, but I'm like, you know what? We're all trying to get by. And yeah. I'm doing things that are like I'm on my devices too much. So like you're probably gonna be on yours a little too much, yeah. right? Um totally. And I'm noticing stuff like on a Friday, this is a weird one, but on a Friday night. Jack will, who's six, will just be overwhelmed with stress about Monday. And I'm like, baby. Yeah. And he's like, well, mom. And we had this whole conversation. He's like, I thought weekends were four days. And I was like, I wish they were four days. But he was having this whole thing. (laughs) They should do that. (laughs) They should. Why is it only two? He's like, this is nonsense. I'm like, I feel you, boy. You know, and we're like, I love him. (laughs) But it's just like, it's so much on the kids. So I'm curious, you know. In, in not to delve deep into specific things, mm. but you know, have you been doing anything to help the boys feel like life is normal, you know, really keeping that stability in place? Yeah. Do you know, I feel like it is something I think about a lot. And like you said, you have to pick your battles, Like you have to know, you know, there have been a few times I've actually emailed the teacher and said, I've got everything I can out of him today we're done for the day. Like I can't keep, you know, cause it makes you feel bad. He's he, at one point, like he was crying. I felt like crying. I was like, this is, you know, we need to stop, uh, take a mental health day. <laughs> um, so we need to pick our battles, but also I found like having little things to look forward to for the kids is quite good. So I made a massive deal out of like Valentine's day. I mean, I've never done anything for Valentine's day before in my life, but I was like, right, we're getting decorations. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. You know, I just feel like having little things lined up, um, you know, it it helps. Um, But like, I I am really lucky that they have each other to play with. Like they're close enough in age, they can hang out. Um, And we moved house, which was really good because it it created like all this excitement. (laughs) It was like something in lockdown. So we had like a new space to discover and new surroundings. So um, that helped as well. But I think, I think there's just a huge amount of pressure 
um, on parents during this time. I saw something on Instagram and it said, you know, um, the average work day is eight hours, the average school day is six hours, and the average parenting day is 12 hours. Like, like it is too much. Like, no one's failing. Like, if it, it's just too much for us to do. Um, so, you know, you've got to keep that in mind as well. It's just finding some sort of balance. But at the end of the day, if everyone's, like, pretty happy, they're all fed, they're in bed, you know, like, then we've done pretty well. Yeah. It's like, okay, let's do this again tomorrow. You know? Yeah. yeah that's absolutely. The yeah. <laughs> Did you know we've released a shop where you can support Frendo? Check out hellofrendo.com and explore. That's H E L L O F R I E N D O.com and shop mugs, shirts, stickers, hoodies, and more. We're constantly adding new goodies for you. Your purchase directly supports the show and the work involved in creating it for your ears. So thank you. Check out hellofrendo.com. All right, back to the show. Coming back to the content creation piece a bit, I think what's interesting is obviously we both do the same gig. So like we yes. get it and it's so yes. nice talking to someone who gets yeah. it. And one thing I've always really respected about what you do is to to me, and maybe I see it as a creator, but there's definitely some like very clear boundaries that you create for the type of stuff that you share, how you share it. Um you know, you've shared about your boys when they were young, but it's not so much anymore. They get more privacy. So I'm curious, yeah. like, is this something you're really mindful about? And like, how mm. do you navigate those boundaries as your platform has really grown? And you're, I mean, you're in a lot more people's yeah. houses now. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> it is like, it's one of those things that I'm sure it happened to you as well. You just started out as like a little hobby and you want to make, for me, it was great because I was like, I've, I was always into photography and videos and whatever. But then I also thought I could make memories at the same time. So I was like, this is a perfect hobby for me. Really thought of oh, posting them like my mum in Canada could watch them. And and that was it. And, you know, I didn't really get a huge amount of followers for the first two to three years. It was a very slow growth. Um, and then all of a sudden it was like, bam, like when I had my third baby, I sort of got this bigger following. And now I am a bit like, oh, backtrack, backtrack. <laughs> like, but I do, I feel like it's funny. My friend says, you know, you share everything, but you don't really share much like you know you I totally I can, get that yeah yeah you can like show them your house and show them but obviously it's it is edited and I always ask the boys permission especially my eldest if I'm gonna put a picture of us on Instagram um I'll always ask him if he's happy just as I feel that I should but because he's never not known a life without cameras really like I started vlogging when he was three he's very into it. Like he thinks it's the greatest thing he would love. You know, he's, he's actually, we made him his own channel, but we haven't really posted on it, but he loves everything to do with it. So if anything, I'm more like, you know, you don't have to be in every, every show. You know? <laughs> like he wants to be so involved. So he really loves it. Um, but yeah, no, I think it is one of those things. I, I would never, embarrass the kids like people say oh can you show how you would discipline them can you do a video of how showing how you discipline them I think I would never discipline them on camera and then upload it for them to be embarrassed about in years to come so I feel mm -hmm. like as long as I'm like respectful um just like a you know 
I try. It's actually quite hard sometimes because my kids are always running around like topless, but I would never <laughs> show them, you know, without their T-shirts on or, you know, something yeah. like that. So it is something you, you have to be mindful of. But I think back to the early days when I started out, I used to say, I used to be like, oh, uh, my baby, he's only three weeks old. He hates sleeping on his back. So I sleep him on his front. And that was like, honestly, that's the way I was. But that was not a recommended, doctors would not recommend it. But I was so um, almost like free to just say whatever. And I would never say that now because I would fear that someone would do that. And you know what's good for your baby, but you know, you have to have a huge disclaimer on everything. I feel like, um, you know, everything I post, I do offend people. And I'm, I feel like I'm quite unoffensive. <laughs> so, <laughs> You're just yeah. like the most easy, like, to me, like just easy viewing. It's like this very lovely feeling, but you're right. I mm. find that there's certain topics that I know are going to be controversial. Yeah. And Don't I'm like, go I there. need to put a disclaimer, like, just do yeah. what you need to do. Like, this is what worked for me, you know? Um, and mm. it is tricky, but it's so funny as the kids get older, like Esme is the same. She's, since yeah. she was six months old, this child has been like near a camera. So for heaven's sake, I'm like, tell she loves it. Oh, and she loves she, it. She's she so does. good on TikTok. She's oh. so good. Like the attitude she's like. Oh my God. Well, the thing though is now I have like a TikTok tween and you should hear Jack occasionally. He'll be like, stop wiggling. Stop moving. Because they're just constantly doing those dances. She's just always moving. I'm like, Evzme, I'm, I'm getting dizzy just talking to you. Can you just stop dancing for one so second? Like funny. these kids. And she, you know, she's like, mom, she got a lizard. And she goes, mom, we need to do like a whole video about lizard education and maintenance. And I'm like, sure, let's do this video. Like, so in some ways it's cool because you get to really connect with them. Like in yeah. this space where YouTube is a big deal for these young people and yeah. like really young ones, like our kids. And so it kind of gives you this in with like what's happening in the space, which I really appreciate. But like mm. you were saying, like she's half the time not wearing pants. So I'm like, I yeah. have to be like facing a different way or, okay, guys, mom. Yeah. And I find it's it's less um, it's less spontaneous sometimes. You're like, okay, yes. I have to film this thing today. And just so you know, mm. you can be part of it or not. And, you know, I also like to encourage her to look at it like a business too. Like, you yes. know, what's a fair pay if you're doing a branded gig? <laughs> Yes. Right? Yeah. Like, that's so, that's such a good education. Like, I do the same with Fraser. Like he is so savvy. I, I said to Matt, I think he'll probably work in marketing or advertising. He just gets it. Oh yeah. Like he just seems to understand it because he's been around it for so long. Um, but yeah. It's, no, it's so it's cute. What did Esme, she said this to me the other day and I looked at her like, geez, you're getting older. But I was having a situation with, sometimes it happens. You're working with a brand. They want, they ask for A. Then they want A plus B, you know, and then you're like, oh, what happened? What was the disconnect? And it's frustrated. And she just looks at me. She goes, mom, like, do they think you're not working on any other projects? And I was like, thank you, child. That is exactly (laughs) true. (laughs) Would you like a job as my PA? Yes. Exactly. Like, (laughs) can you manage this? So it's amazing. Like the, yeah, the business etiquette that they learn because they see their parent Mm. at home developing this business, which is amazing. So yeah. We've talked about the parenting, but one thing we have in common is we both have husbands that are home right now. Yes. 
So yes, yes. <laughs> I often joke that like, oh my gosh, everybody's home. Oh my God. You know, but honestly, it's actually been more helpful than probably anything else. Cause like you, I started this out as a mm. hobby. You're editing in weird hours. Mm. And now all of a sudden I can do things yeah. in the day. And it's like, so yes. I'm curious, what has it been like having Matt home? Yeah, I mean, it has been an adjustment because obviously we've been married for 11 years, but we've never spent so much time together. Um, And some of my friends say, oh, you know, I could never have have my husband around all the time. But actually for us, it actually is really nice. He's so helpful. He's really like a very hands-on dad. He loves cleaning. Like he'll pick up, you know, he's not... I don't know. He's, we're very much like a team is how yes. I feel. I feel like going, so, woo, yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like in it, like last night we were talking about everything we've got coming up today and we we're like, okay, so what do you need to get done? He wants to paint a room and whatever. And then I was like, and I need to get this done. And then we just map out, okay, you can do that then because someone's got to have the kids and I can do that then. And we just kind of like work it out. So actually it's been amazing and I don't want him to ever leave again. <laughs> but, so I've actually really enjoyed it. And I think the kids have, and I think it's made him realize sort of he's you know he's missed out on like a lot of time with them so he's actually enjoyed like he's constantly playing football with them and like hanging out with them so it has been like actually really nice that that part of it has been but I mean he's got these like little quirks that you know (laughs) that I've learned as well so yeah no it's been (laughs) I've learned one funny quirk is that Dean, I don't know why, but he scares real easy. And I (laughs) like every time I literally just walk into the kitchen just to get a glass of water (laughs) and he jumps like 10 feet and then he yells because he can't believe I've scared like the living daylights out of him. And I'm like, I literally just walked into the room like I didn't do anything. But now I'm thinking, wait a minute, content. I should film this. Oh my God. I was just about to say, and then I thought maybe you shouldn't say like this would be such a good series like scaring Dean like different ways you could scare him and it's hilarious and I'm like what is the problem but I think you know like so many you know we walk around the house we have podcasts playing you got your wireless headset Mm. or whatever and so he like literally doesn't hear me and I don't walk like an elephant so the man is just but honestly I'm like that is something I didn't realize how jumpy he was you know yeah Um, but it's been, like you said, it's been really interesting, like, especially if you do have like a good relationship with your partner and um, you come at it like a team, like it's, I find, you know, speaking about boundaries on our channels and how we share our lives, it's also boundaries with your partner. Like, you know, today I just need to like go for a walk or kind of be yes. with myself. And can you kind of help me because I'm not feeling like I'm have a full cup and, you know, really finding your groove. And one thing that's fun is I've learned he loves true crime. And I'm like, how have we been together for like, yeah. And now he's telling me cases. I'm like, oh, uh, we have to talk about this one case. And it's like this new development that like, I don't think we would have discovered that because when you're parenting and you're working and you're kind of passing each other quickly, you don't get to dive deep on these little topics. So it's been like, it's been interesting, yeah. right? This time together mm-hmm. and really trying to like focus on the positive of 
this nonsense. I heard this great podcast yesterday and this Brene Brown, who like I adore, but she was saying, you know, she wants to blame someone for what's going on. Like, I want someone to blame yeah. about this because they're like, <laughs> it would help me get through it. And you can't, there's yeah. no one to blame. There's no nothing to control. And it's nice to find things that like bring you joy and help you get through each day because like, we don't know mm. when things will get back to some sense of normal, right? Yeah, no, definitely. That's it. Like no one could have predicted the past year that we've had. It's just, I mean, it's crazy. Honestly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you've mentioned you have a mum and a sister who live in Canada. You know, has it been some time since you've seen them? Yeah. So that's probably been like the hardest part. We were supposed to go to Canada in April 2020 and obviously everything happened so we couldn't or my mom was like well I think Canadian citizens can you can come on your own (laughs) so we didn't but then at that point we thought it might just be a few months and it's just gone on and on and on um so as soon as I you know if we have the vaccine then I would love to go and see family just really and my husband's so my father-in-law, he lives in Spain, so we haven't seen him and we haven't seen them. So it does feel, but even our family that lives locally, like we haven't even really, like we haven't been able to see them either. So it's just, um, yeah, it's just tricky, but I can't wait to see everyone. And the, the funny thing is we we bought this bigger house so that we could have our international family come and visit <laughs> and then nobody can come and stay. So oh, yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. Absolutely. How is your new house? I didn't even mention it. Like, oh it's yeah, no, it's really. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, it's really good. Like, uh, it got put on hold. Our sale got put on hold because of everything, and then we managed to move in between lockdowns. And then we were just really excited that we got in. But it does need quite a bit of work doing to it, um, which we had. We can't really like get on with with everyone here. <laughs> so we're waiting. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, it's, but nice. it's nice. It's nice to, like you said, it kind of switch the energy, get the kids excited about something yeah. new. And, you know, yeah. like, you know, same thing, even though my mom lives an hour or not an hour, four hours away, I haven't seen her in over a year, oh you God. know, and it's like four hours, wow. four hours. And it's like, that's not far at all, you know, and it's no. so it's it's really like managing those expectations and trying to maintain relationships. Mm -hmm. I'm just curious, like with your um, exposure online and your online in the day, do you Mm -hmm. find that you have energy for Zoom and stuff like that with friends and parents? Well, I I do. I I call my sister and my mom, but I find that I'll call them more. They watch my videos. They feel like they've caught up with me. And then I'm like, well, I haven't caught up with you. Like, (laughs) I still would like to speak to you. And they're like, oh, no, I've seen that. And I've seen that. And I'm like, oh. Um, So, yeah, they're really the only ones. And I tend to just call my sister. Like, she's my sister. So she's very forgiving. So if I'm, like, cleaning something and I think I'll just talk to her while I'm, you know, it's fine. She doesn't mind. So I try to catch up with them. But it isn't the same. And, you know, it's harder. The grandkids don't want to sit on Zoom or on a video call they're just literally like hi and they yeah. run off <laughs> totally so, yeah it's still depressing for her. Yeah. yeah with that it's not the same is it 
<laughs> no, like Jack popped in his his Baba and his Papa, his grand, Dean's parents sent them like little Valentine's cards, and I was Aww. like, say thank you, you know, like yeah, you raised right, and he's just like thanks and runs away. I'm like, sorry about that. I'll send you photos <laughs> of this child because like he's yeah, yeah. moving too fast for you, you know. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's just oh, yeah, it's really um, yeah, pacing ourselves, trying to maintain these relationships. I know that mm. you and Matt and the kids love to travel. Have you kind of yes. planned? out some places you want to go once the stuff eases up I have spent so many hours looking at holidays now and then just still haven't booked anything I still feel nervous for this Mm. whole year Um, but then equally I think people are gonna book a lot as soon as they can so then there might not be anything available but I think the main thing for us is I think we'll have a little staycation they call it do they call it that there oh, yeah. as well oh yeah. yeah staycation in the UK this year maybe and then as soon as we can see family I think we need to like go to Canada we need to go to Spain and then maybe we could think about actual other holidays right it's um, I feel like we kind of need to catch up and yeah all of see that. the family yeah. what first about you? well same yeah. like so Dean's family's mostly out west in Alberta. And so oh, right. we want to see the in-laws for sure go over there. But then my my brother and my sister have both bought houses in this pandemic. And I'm like, well, I need to see those houses and like visit. Yeah. Now I have a place to stay. So bring it on. Yeah. Um, and it's just, you know, I want to, ha- I'm almost like, I want to go on the holidays. I also want to do a staycation, you know, somewhere you can like jump off a dock mm. into the water or something in the wa- in the summer. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, mm. Dean is like still dang those pilots. They never want to go anywhere. I'm like, come on, like <laughs> it's just I've done it all. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm good. I'm like, no, no, sir. We will be going somewhere. Um, yeah. But it's yeah, it's I, I'm like desperate for those casual, you know, glass of wine mm. on the sofa where you can reach over and tap someone's arm, you know, yeah, and like just that stuff. You know, I feel so, I mean, I'm such an extrovert, so I'm, I'm really feeling deprived. I even just, I was telling you before we started the call, you know, I had a, a coffee date. So in my car, the friend was in her car and we had the windows down, you know, and we were just like, oh my God. like talking <laughs> and like yelling, but like talking. And it was oh my so gosh. nice to not have like yeah. a staccato conversation over Zoom where you're like, and you're excited to talk and they talk over you and you're like, oh God, this is painful, you know, so little Mm. goals, but I'm curious, you know, before we wrap this up, do you have, you know, any goals that you're setting for yourself for, for this year or for your channel? Well, I don't know. I feel like, oh, we're going to have so much time. If things do go back to normal, I don't know. Um, And actually a few opportunities have come in during this time. And I have said no, because I just haven't felt that I've had the space for it. So maybe I could do something else. I don't know. Nothing's actually planned yet. So I can't actually say. I got it. Um, But you're thinking about things. You're like, yeah. Yeah. I think I'll like, I put out three videos a week on YouTube and sometimes I think, oh, maybe I should put out less, but actually it's funny when you get in a rhythm with it. Now I'm scared to take one away in a weird way. Um, so maybe like more Instagram content. I'm loving all the reels at the moment. Um, so fun. Yeah, and you're so, so good at them. Like don't well, stop don't them. <laughs> so maybe yeah, a bit more on Instagram and 
Yeah, I don't know. And also, like, you're really inspiring with your fitness. Like, you're quite consistent, whereas I'm, like, up and down. So I'd like to just um, get into that a bit more. I have been keeping it up, but for the long term would be nice. Oh, it's (laughs) so hard, right? With that, Mm -hmm. I was so proud of myself. I was going so well for so long. And then I feel what happens is sometimes you fall out of love with the activity that you're doing. And then it's like, oh, Mm. goodness, I got to find something else that sparks joy and, like, what does that look right at the moment I'm kickboxing, which I never thought I would do. Like, yeah, it's so exhilarating to punch something. I feel like there was ever a time to <laughs> like punch something be this year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, we're doing this. Yeah, yeah. Well, like you said, it's, you know, sticking to the channel and doing the mom thing and staying married and all the good, important stuff and maybe occasionally a walk, but we'll get through this. Right. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Emily. It was so nice to chat. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was lovely to. Thanks for having me. Welcome to Man Friend Time. Man Friend. You look like a, I don't know the rest of the song, but Man Friend. With Dino. Dino, what's happened to your hand? I know. If you're catching the video, you can see the damage. I mean, you should have listened to me. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Arm wrestling. Arm wrestling gone wrong. That's right. He's feeling better, though. So, Or one of those slap fights. Except I couldn't judge the distance and I hit the wall. Bang. All I got to say is... Try not to hurt your hand, yeah. okay, friends? Okay. Yeah, because right. yeah. that surgery Anywho. is no joke. Okay, well, Emily Norris. Emily, I love you like a sister. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. She's very lovable. She's got such a nice voice. Yeah, Dean always tries to mimic her accent, but it doesn't go No, well, I don't. Don't say that. No? I mean, in a nice way. He does. Yeah. When I'm cleaning, I just like. Okay. Hello. See, it's not cute. cleaning. This is the Dyson and we're vacuuming the whole hallway. <laughs> this is my family. <laughs> and I love them. And I love all you. But no joke. She's just just a fantastic uh, uh, YouTuber slash Instagrammer slash social media person. And you know what I like about her? She's so authentic. I know. She's just like. Emily, there's no persona about her. She's just Emily. Yeah. Yeah. All the success, you know, to her and her family. Like, what a what a great... Nice to listen to that podcast. I really like it, you know, because you're like, you're getting... You're not getting the superstar Emily Norris. Mm. You're getting like Emily Norris, who just happens to be a superstar. Right. Because right. her and I, we go actually quite far back. You guys are buds. But it's also interesting just to hear, like you said, like you're hearing the real person. Yeah. Like... No matter your job or income or, you know, how many kids you have, right. like we're all kind of going through the same thing at the moment. Yeah. And, 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 you know, it's a great thing to talk to her because you meet people that want to get into being a social media creator and they're like, well, I sh- what, what should my persona be? Da, 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 da. Mm. Uh, just be yourself. And, and it, you know, people really connect with that. You're kind of like that. Kind of. <laughs> but uh no she's so lovely and uh, and i really like um watching her videos and you know what you just feel like you're throwing on you know the uh you know the 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 wireless from days gone by uh, 
you know, listening to the radio and, uh, and cleaning up and, you know, you feel like connected to somebody. It's like watching a soap opera, but really not that intense. One of the things I really enjoyed that came up that I didn't really think it would we'd have a chance to talk about it, but is how the kids are involved in Emily's channel. Oh yeah, that was I love to hear that. Like um, such a healthy uh, outlook towards children participating in social media, and like just to kind of you know look back at myself and what I thought of it and stuff, and I was absolutely not keep my child away from that, but you know they see that you're that's how you make your money especially now like it's not just oh what's dad doing well dad's flying jets what's mom doing she's i don't know she's playing with her computer in her office or whatever yeah but actually you're you're the support person in the family and the kids now see that and then you know where they're included in a in a campaign yeah it's still never changed it's just like i don't want to do this then it shall not be done you know absolutely and and that is a healthy this is you know when people go oh this this social media cre- creation is just it's just nothing it's like you shouldn't be involved in <laughs> what so- did somebody tell me today get a real job i was like you don't even someone told have you that it. today yeah on one of my videos and i felt like typing back do you even have a job as you're typing me this did from you know your mom's i basement? had a real job but <laughs> the industry just kind of goes yeah bye, bye. And how come lovely, back. We'll come back later. When how, how lovely to have something that you can create yourself. It's uh, not a lot of overhead really to start. And with coming, you know, talking about the kids thing, you know, this is sort of a topic for another day, but there's a lot of channels where the primary fo- focus like is the children. And one thing I really respect, I mean, that's not my vibe for sure, but I've always really admired that about other creators, specifically Emily, where it's like, it's about her and the kids add this extra fun layer but if they didn't want to be in it tomorrow and decided they never wanted to show up in a video, she would still have a very successful space for her because it's right. not based on her children. Right, and the thing is, is that a lot of people maybe don't realize is that these kids are getting paid. Yeah. And, and, paid well and uh and you know so it's you always have to have the thing where you're like you're pitching a campaign or i see i don't really do this stuff but when you're pitching a campaign and you know like emily says you know that my kids aren't appearing with their shirts off Mm -hmm. there's going to be no like personal things in this at all and it's going to be a maximum of 15 seconds and then you know they're getting their resps filled up and uh and you know a check for a thousand dollars or whatever so I really like that she gave that perspective. Like mm-hmm. you could talk all day and those people that say, get a real job, get a real job. You don't hear these people shaming, um, you know, like mediocre actors in Hollywood for making entertainment and being paid like $10 million for a gig. Right. Well, what what are you doing? Or what about those with a quote unquote real job who work 18 hours a day and spend no time with their kids? Like what a treat to have a job that allows you to be around your kids if that's something that's important to you, if that's even a phase of life you're in. Like that's one of the things I love the most about it is right now it's a little bit like the balance isn't there, but most times you get to pick your work hours because it's your gig. Yeah, right. Um, and, I'm, and one more thing about the kids, and I really love that she mentioned this, and I had a hard time like not jumping in as we were talking about it, was the piece about not disciplining your children on camera. And that might seem like an obvious to a lot of people, but let me tell you, I've been at a film festival specifically for YouTube where I almost got up and left because it was a vlog of this kid crying 
and the parents just filming it and i was like well, yeah what is happening you know anyway. like so you got to have respect for your kids in the space yeah and so the point is i i really yeah when you talk to another successful social media creator or rather when you talk to a social media creator that's successful it's nice to hear that you know they have those family values and uh you know this is how we make uh this is how we make our bread and butter and uh i'm like you know, so we can talk segue right into talking about her husband Matt being home. Oh yeah, you know because he's a working successful businessman, and and you know things change, their situation changes just like ours have, and uh, you know you're you all of a sudden find yourself in a totally different mode, and uh, it, it, that was interesting to hear. You know, and I'm the same way. Like I I don't know Matt, but I, I'm the I think I'm the same way. Where after a certain time, you just kind of go, all right, well this is new so let's get on it and let's you support uh, your partner support your partner because it's yeah. desperate times you have to do desperate things but that's so nice to well, hear not that, even they, that you hmm. just you just support your partner you just like, support your partner well right but it i think it came to uh to a realization for people like me that you know yeah i always supported you but now your actual role is different. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I, I don't have to get dressed and go to work and leave you guys for four or five days. I just like my new job is wake up in the morning, feed kids, get school computers going, feed lunch. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, yeah and, cool. I, and I really liked that emphasis on teamwork because I feel like over the course of this pandemic, there's been for myself for sure, like resisting certain things yeah. or, um, you know, just basically resisting. And the minute you start to tackle things as a team and just kind of vibe and realize like, all right, you do this, I'll do this. Let's regroup in like, you know, the end of the day. Right. It gets done and yeah. I feel like it's a little easier on everyone. Yeah. So, except when you misbehave and then I have to take it out on your hand. Don't misbehave. <laughs> Never. No, it's okay. This well, is a, yeah. this is a sledding accident gone wrong. Yeah, trying to do the fun dad thing. It happened at one mile an hour. I was building this <laughs> luge track because we have a big backyard with a really gentle slope. And I, I, I took a sled and I filled it with water, like one of those kind of utility sleds. And I had the hot water, so it was melting the track. And I would... Sp- put some water out occasionally so I go to try it out and where it was the really steep part like the ramp part it was slushy and I didn't realize like oh it's frozen so I went down it and the sled just dug into the snow and I went boom so it bent my thumb back and it broke my bone and tendons and blah 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 so I mean, I don't know why so you didn't ask I thought I'd just a, tell you <laughs> so delicate for such a sturdy man <laughs> <laughs> not sturdy well so and then the other thing i want to say is like i don't get scared when you come into the oh my god oh my god listen we gotta straighten this out putting up a hidden camera and that tiktok is gonna go viral no it's you guys he jumps like a foot off the ground and i will not include some of the words he chooses to use because he's scared himself and i'm standing there like with my glass of water like what is going on so just a couple things. Number one, you're like a ninja. Like you don't even feel I'm the very vi- quiet. You don't even you know you feel vibrations. I I hear the car. I feel the car come into the driveway. Like you know you kind of the dogs move around and stuff. When you're walking in the house, like she wears those ninja slippers, and it's just like coming on in. And then you always come into the room. You never come in like this into the room. <laughs> <laughs> you come into the room like this. <laughs> I do 
not. They can't see. And usually it's you're really. I'm listening to, I'm listening to like some <laughs> meditation music. Like I love true crime because he's taking up true crime. No, so I, now he's I on do edge. listen to true crime, which you if that would even make me more skitterish than it already is because true crime is very scary because it's true i hope it's not but we have locks on the doors and stuff now that we never ever had i need to, I need to defend myself first so of just all. wait i want to finish yeah, okay okay jumping on my podcast anyway so what happens is that <clears throat> when i'm doing these things like if i'm cleaning you know, He's doing the this hand is what motions. I do. This is what this I do. This is originally a podcast, so. Oh yeah, you can't see that. No. So if I, as I'm cleaning, I'm not th- sitting there and thinking. <laughs> I wonder what the chemical composition of this cleaning product is, and how can I get deeper into the pores of the granite? And I wonder if I should use Comet or I should use Lysol. I'm not really sure. I'm not thinking about that at all. I'm listening to like usually I have spa music on. And it's like. And it kind of makes me feel like, yes, when I listen to spa music, it kind of makes me, it's like someone saying to me, putting their hand on my shoulder and going, I understand, Dean. I understand. I'm like, I know you do. I, I know you do pan flutes. <laughs> I know you do crystal glasses and, and, and bamboo wood chimes. Thank you. So I'm listening to that. And I, I do what's called mental traveling. This I new. No, to I've me, always to me, to me. I've always done it. I kind of like it's like a form of meditation, I guess, where I I use it before I go to sleep. It's like a mantra, but it's a mantra of visual things. So, what kind of things do I imagine? Like I can imagine seeing things for the first time. Like I remember, I I imagine flying by Mount Fuji. <gasps> wow, that's Mount Fuji. I remember going to Angkor Wat for the first time. I remember being in Hong Kong walking around at like midnight. I remember the Skiji fish market in Tokyo. I remember like Bogota, Colombia. I I actually kind of go, oh yeah, what did I do there? That was cool. Yeah, I should have done this. Oh no, I did this. And I like I don't even know where I am. I'm, it's a transcendental meditation. Is that how you say it? transcendental? Whatever. Okay, that doesn't sound right, but carry on. Anyway, so what happens is that when I get interrupted out of that, I tend to be like, you know, <laughs> back to reality. <laughs> and you're coming in with some real important things to tell me like, okay, Dean, <laughs> check this out. Check it out. It's a TikTok. This TikTok. And like you put you're this filter on. It's crazy. <laughs> He's so full of shit. And then I look at you and I'm like, what the fuck? I was just, I was on the step in mongolia just now and you just brought me back to like tiktok stuff please occasionally it's like 80s rock and 80s rock is good too (laughs) dean jumps so high i'm gonna start recording it because honestly i am not quiet i do that i'll have the divorce papers on your desk in the morning slippers that are basically birkenstocks with furry furry bits to them they're not light i make enough noise in fact no you don't i'm so skittish now that when i walk into the kitchen i try to stomp so that he feels the vibrations i need one of those star trek tricorders <laughs> captain we have somebody approaching from the dining room <laughs> captain they're coming help. closer phasers to stun no <laughs> be nice whatever Oh my! But anyway, God. back to Emily. That was a great podcast. I like listening to her. She is 
always interesting to listen to. And you know what? Talk about Zen. If she could be like a scented candle, <laughs> she would be, hmm. Something fresh. Fresh, chamomile. No, like lemon, peppermint, and chamomile. Oh, there you go, Emily. If you would like your candle reading. <laughs> well, thanks so much for listening, guys. Thank you. Uh, of course, a big thanks to Emily. And, you know, we were actually going to be meeting up in 2020 because oh. when she came to Canada, we were going to plan a visit. Oh, so one nice. day, whether she comes here or I go there, it will happen because we've not yet met in real life. And it's been a long oh, time. Oh, I thought you had. No, so one day. Oh, that's nice. Well, that, she's a friendo. She is. And yeah. thank you guys to all the friendos listening. You're awesome. We love and, you, friendos. Uh, we do. Thanks we'll for buying stuff from our store. Yeah. That I continually reinvent, and uh, I don't really know what I'm doing, but you guys buy stuff anyway. That's really nice. Very nice. And stay tuned for my... Um, More stuff coming soon. Yeah, I got a couple surprises coming your way, sucker, that I'm doing. Little projects. Little things keep me busy, keep me out of jail. That's right. <laughs> and I would say in not injured, but not true. Okay, guys. I'll probably hurt myself. <laughs> Catch you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Friendo Podcast is produced and hosted by me, Amanda Muse. Music on this episode is written by Chris Bevins and Mike Payne, performed and produced by MP Real Glow. If you'd like to help support the growth of Friendo Podcast, you can do so by leaving a positive review, sharing the podcast with your friends and community, and supporting the shop at hellofriendo.com. Find us on Instagram at shophellofriendo. And thank you for listening. And remember... Be your own bird. <laughs> <laughs>